We Have Concerns is made possible entirely through donations from listeners like you. A little can go a long way. Visit patreon.com slash we have concerns to lend your support. Every single thing in the world can kill you. Yeah. Like every, I say that and people look at me like I'm Woody Allen in the middle of a freak out. <laughs> but literally anything could kill you. Yeah. Anything could kill you. You could use a neti pot in the morning and a microbe could get past the blood brain barrier and then you're dead. Right. A neti pot. Because you, cause you have allergies. Yeah. And you're cleaning out your fucking nostrils. Yeah. Anything could kill you. Anything could kill you, everybody. Welcome to We Have Concerns. <laughs> Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Oh, Speaking man. of, you know, this is going to make what we're about to talk about seem not as important, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I found it interesting because I think about the nature of reality and I think about the nature of human memory a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And this was a, a thing on Petapixel, which is a great photography site, about Google's Auto Awesome algorithm. For, oh, yeah. Making pictures better. Yeah. If you go, if you upload your photos to Google Picasa, you can choose to have it automatically filter your stuff and make it look a little better when it gets onto, I don't know, I guess Google Plus. I don't know what where you do. Go. Where, where do, do, where do, you, where do you put goes. once it goes into Picasso? I don't know. But this guy was putting together photos from a vacation and he had two photos of him and his wife sitting at a dinner table holding hands. Oh. Yeah. He and was it, trying to take pictures of the food, I'm sure. He was, yeah, he missed the picture of his latte and accidentally right. got a picture of his love. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> honey, could you just... Uh, Six inches to the right. Six more inches to the right. What? I'm, but six more inches to the right. Okay. I'm, six more inches to the right. Uh, I'm, you, I don't think I'm even in frame anymore. Uh, you still are a little bit. Six more inches to the right. Um, it's, Push okay. the coffee mug forward. Okay. You know what? Could you just? Um, could you? You know? You see where that guy is in the background? Uh-huh. Go tell him to move, and then move with him. Oh, what? But the. I'm, did you? Can you still see me? Absolutely not. Hashtag living the dream. So this guy uh, took two, you know, it was one of those things. His father-in-law was taking a picture, took one, took another for safety, right? Right. Auto awesome. Always take another for safety. Always take another for safety, especially if you're in another place, you know, like if you're on vacation or whatever. Yeah. Don't just take one. Come on. Carry multiple cameras too, because like we said- Every moment you're winning the lottery. <laughs> you the second sure. you take the second you take a photo with that second camera, see if you can have the hotel mail it home. Yes. You Always know? smart. And yeah. Then continually buy new cameras. Have 14 backups in different locations smart. with different members of your family. How else will you remember anything? How else? Indeed. So he took one for safety. And what he noticed is Auto Awesome took the two pictures mm-hmm. and combined them mm-hmm. into what it thought was the best version of the picture. So oh. in one, his smile was a little weird and in one, it was better. So it gave him the better smile. Uh, oh. In one, her thumb was kind of peeking out in between their two hands as they were holding it. In one, their hands were perfectly on top of one another. So it, it gave it the second hand. From, Smart. Yeah. A guy walked through the background. So it kind of saw the two positions of the guy in the background. And so edited him out of both exposures. Wow. It's great, right? Changes clothes, combs his hair. Well, so here's the thing. This happened automatically. Obviously, there's a checkbox somewhere. You can turn it off. Right. Is that photo reality? Mmm. Interesting. It's two realities combined into one that never was. Right. And so he actually went to Cory Doctorow, internet folk hero, uh-huh. and was like, Cory, 
what do you think about this? And Corey got a little too uh, Philosophy 101, Black Beret got a little high and said, no photo we take is an accurate representation of reality. Well, yeah, but that sort of misses the point, doesn't it? Well, does it? I mean, it's true, but one of those two photos, either of those two photos is more representative of a truth than the third doctored photo, wouldn't you say? Well, sure, but the truth of that is not two people casually sitting and smiling and in love. The truth of that is something you don't see in the photo, which is the father-in-law saying, hold hands, look at the camera, smile. The reality of that photo is not a photo of two people in love holding hands. The reality of that photo is two people being staged to show how much they're in love in a photo. True, but but at least that moment actually occurred. Sure. And it was captured. And even if it was staged, even if it was futzed with in real time, it it happened. Mm-hmm. It, it it was it's a visual representation sure. of what happened. This is not a pipe, right? Exactly. So thank you, McGree. Cory Doctorow was just like, Yeah, I mean, all photos are fake. This is fine. Like it, I, I think, you know, this guy went to Corey expecting like a big this is horrible, you know, based on right. all the things that Corey writes and Electronic Frontier Foundation and all that stuff. But Corey was kind of okay with it. But I think there is an extrapolation there, which is brought up in the article, which is, okay, this is just me and my wife having dinner. You're right. This is the best possible photo of me and my wife having dinner. Right. I'm glad it put it together this way. Let's say this is Obama and Putin right. shaking hands. Also a scene of love. And, yeah. And it takes uh, three exposures of that. Mm-hmm. And turns it into the friendliest photo of the two of them shaking hands. Right. Well, that's not the subtext of the photo. Right. Yeah. And it's not history anymore. Right. Yeah. So what happens when artificial intelligence and algorithms are sort of by default built into everything, right? Let's not even say that they can't be turned off. Let's not go there because that's a little, oh God, technophobic. But you know, my mother will never think to turn off auto awesome. Mm-hmm. My, my sister- Let's not, and let, your mother takes pictures of Putin and Obama all the time. All the time. She's my mother doing that. takes photos for Newsweek and Time. <laughs> my mother is responsible for all of the great photos throughout history <laughs> in her lifetime. Yeah. She took that Tiananmen Square photo. Oh. She took the photo. Work. She took the uh, the guy being shot in the head in Vietnam. Right. That, that was her. That Indian dude setting himself on fire. That was my mother. Yeah. Elvis and Nixon. Oh, yeah. That was my mother. She gets around. She's prolific. <laughs> And I live in her shadow. That's not true. My mother's sitting on the couch high right now watching House Hunters International. But same thing. Same thing, basically. Still a world traveler. Uh, But, you know, I always use parents. And I think by using parents, I I give this subtext of the olds. Mm -hmm. My sister, my younger sister will never think to turn off auto awesome. Right. Most people won't. Most people don't dig through the menus and the options. So what happens when the majority of the photos that we see including citizen journalism. Think about Ferguson. Think about like all these are automatically the best, brightest, most filtered, happy photo. Yeah. We're already at that point where you can't trust a photo. Uh, Almost nothing that we see hasn't been Photoshopped in some way, hasn't been altered, hasn't been prettified, hasn't been... It's interesting. I was just, because I just got my iPhone 6 recently, Mm -hmm. I was looking at, just happened to be in the app store, looking at what are the best... Apps, some new apps maybe I I don't know about. What are the top selling apps? Yeah. The top selling apps. One of number two or three right at the top was this app that lets you swipe over your skin and it'll prettify your skin. It'll eliminate blemishes. And I'm thinking if this is the top selling app, uh, there's a critical mass of people who are using this 
to present a version of themselves that's not real. Yeah. And so we've moved beyond the, yeah, the model has been airbrushed. Yeah, the Hollywood starlet has been futzed with and her hairline has been changed and her uh, bags Mm -hmm. under her eyes are eliminated. Now we're down to average person who took selfie is editing selfie. And what you're saying is we're at that third step of, you don't even need to do that. You don't even need to edit the selfie. Handling for you. Going to be done for you. Yeah. Automatically. And it's weird because I have a very different, I don't know that I have a different outlook on it, but I I guess I think about this stuff more just because I've always worked in video, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, like I watch a documentary, I watch the news and I'm thinking to myself, oh, good shot, good edit. Right. Good work on that. Like you're really presenting your point. Right. Rather than somebody else who's thinking, you know, like it's like watching, um, if you ever watched a reality show with a friend who sort of isn't in in that world, in that business. Yeah. And they think that they're seeing a literal representation of what happened. Yes. And you go, uh, did you notice how when they walked through that door, there was a camera on the other side? And then when you saw the reverse of that shot, there was no camera on the other side. That means they walked through that door twice and they're like, what? That's not real. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. no, they, they stopped. They did it again, you know, and they do that all the time. And it's yeah. like, yeah, there's, it's fake. It's a version of reality, not reality. There are very few things that are reality left, I think. Well, is it going to force us to start looking at photography as an artful presentation of more like memory? Yeah. It's, it's, it, this is an artist's rendition of a moment that happened rather than and that artist happens to be AI. Yeah. But rather than what really happened. Well, it's funny. Like when we think about the past right now, the, the visual style of everything affects us. Whenever there is a, uh, a photo essay online of colorized pictures of history. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. People freak out. Yeah. People freak out to see Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe, like right. in these, in these color photos, right? Or yeah you know, Albert Einstein in a color photo because we think about that world as being so antiquated right. when it was really like my mom was alive. Yeah. It was this. We are not looking at steamboat Willie American history. Yeah. This is not even a lifetime ago. Right. You know, you can see a lot of old photography that looks like old photography. And then you'll come across one that is done in such a way that it, it really looks like a person that you might know now mm-hmm. and they just are in a weird costume. Yeah. And, and it's, there's such a distinction and you go, Oh my gosh, I really, it really looks like I could reach out and touch that person. And there's, I a- have to confess to you that that was not my great, great grandfather. I just went to six flags and dressed up like a cowboy, but it was just, they put like a big hat on me and that wasn't even a real musket. I'm sorry. That wasn't your my, grandfather? my family wasn't even in the country during the civil war. Oh. I just wanted to impress you. I paid a lot of money for that photo. I know. I shouldn't have set it up as like, I found this rare family heirloom and if only I could afford it, my life would be complete. Yeah, you. it really seemed weird that it, it was printed on silver nitrate. And uh-huh. I mean, I paid thousands of dollars. I know. Thousands of dollars for that photo. To be fair, yeah. the eBay seller was AC1980. Yeah. You should have maybe seen that was like, well, that was me. Oh, AC, yeah, makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Anthony Carboni. So I paid you, yeah, to go to Six Flags, 
And I got to tell you, I've uh-huh. got some photos, some actual photos of the vacation. Uh-huh. Here you go. This oh. is me and Jess at Six Flags. Oh, you, you paid for this. These are these. Are, this is great. You look like you're having a fantastic time. I really am because there's nothing I love more than going on vacation and not spending my own money. Right. So everything that you've shown me is a lie up to this point, but now you're showing me real pictures uh-huh. of you going down a roller coaster and getting yeah. splashed with water. Here's a picture of my favorite pipe. It looks like a painting of a pipe. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) If I tell you to picture the 60s and 70s, you picture the world probably in a palette of colors that is not real. I picture the one of the last Instagram filters. Yep. That's exactly 1977. That's what you picture Uh, because we are beyond the point of horrible snapshot cameras. Right. That nobody knows how to use. Right. Uh, we are and now I, at the point where everybody can take those museum quality photos that you see. And whenever you see like a, a photo from the 1800s in the museum that's perfectly in focused and has mm-hmm. beautiful de- and you go, oh, my God, real life. Yeah. Everything is like that now. Everybody well, can take that photo now. Well, you're kind of blowing my mind because I many times in my life I've had this exact same thought in mm-hmm. my head about how. I used to look at my parents' wedding photos or something like when I was a baby or some old photo and go, oh my God, that looks so old. And then in my life going, no, that's not going to happen now because, you know, we've got good technology. And then now I look back at my high school graduation photos and I go, oh my God, that so, looks so old because it's on actual film instead of digital pristine. Yep. And I have often thought in my head, well, that's always going to happen. So there's going to be a point at which digital pristine is going to look old fashioned. And I wonder how and why. And maybe it's because there will be fault. There will be error. There will be not perfect composition because in the future, yeah, auto awesome wow. is going to make all pictures look spectacular. And the fact what what's old fashioned about pictures now is that they don't all look spectacular. Yeah. Like, look at this. Like, look at this photo that my grandpa took. The world was so not following the rule of thirds then. (laughs) Yeah. Can you believe the lack of symmetry in public space? Oh my God. And he wasn't perfectly lit from all sides. Look, one eye is smaller than the other. How does that happen? How did they live that way? Yeah, it's going to be like that. Yeah. I was, you know, gadget head from Go and one of my first digital cameras was one of the first digital cameras, one of the first Truly small, pocketable digital cameras. I got a Minolta Dimage X, which mm-hmm. was the little square one. It looked like a slab. Uh-huh. And it was a megapixel. Yeah. A megapixel. But and I look back. then you were like, a megapixel. This fills up my whole monitor and then some. <laughs> I could use it as a wallpaper. <laughs> exactly. But you look at that now, and not only is it you know, not even internet quality size, right. the entire world was green and (laughs) blown out yeah you know and and it's always going to be that way we the way media is presented to us affects our memory of a specific time there's Mm, no way for for it not to if you tell me to picture new york in the 1970s it looks like a scorsese movie i can't help that i can't help but picture a new york covered in a fine grain i fucking lived in new york (laughs) i know what new york looks like those buildings were there already but I somehow think they were a different color in 1970. You know, what's even crazier is, do you have the the sensation having lived an experience, taken pictures at that experience at a later time, looked at those pictures. And then from then on your memory of that experience 
is from the perspective of the picture yeah. and not from the perspective of being inside it. I, I have this weird third person memory of things because I'm looking at it through the perspective of the picture I took. Well, and a lot of that is your brain trying to reconstruct stuff, right? So every yeah. time you remember something, it's not a retrieval. It is a search, retrieve, reconstruct, right, right, yeah. right back to memory. Yeah. And every time you write it, it becomes changed. Yeah. It becomes changed by whatever perspective you're remembering it through. Yeah. Whatever lesson you're trying to glean, whatever you've learned in your life then, I tend to ascribe characteristics to myself as a younger person that are wildly inaccurate. Yeah. Subtext to my thoughts that are not possible. <laughs> yeah. There is no way. And then on the other hand, I flip it and I try to reduce my level of subtext in some ways too. I was a yeah. dumb kid. Uh, right. So I'm, I'm exaggerating myself in all kinds of ways simply by remembering it. So when you look at something that you vaguely remember, well, if you vaguely remember it and the only thing you have to look at is a picture of yourself from outside of it, yeah. your brain goes, okay. That's how it was. E -e 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 -e. That's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. And there's no way to remember it from your eyes again. And yeah. so that's why something like this where it's fundamentally changed from go. Isn't literally rewriting memory for yourself? Well, we're doing that anyway. I yeah. think to initially say like, I was surprised that Cory Doctorow, human rights activist in the wild west of the internet was not more shocked by this. I think it's just that Corey already recognizes that representations, mm -hmm. digital representations of things are always going to be false. Yeah. Are, but, but even not and even your memory of it will always be will false. Be, that was even worse than the digital representation. Does it matter if that guy's thumb is poking his wife's hand? Probably not. Well, because when you were poking through it, it could be, could be discussed. Thumb and hand. Oh, okay. Thumb and hand yeah, are right. in that sentence, right. okay. Jeff. I just was wondering. Freaky pervert. If they're going to remember it perfectly anyway. Right. Eh. <laughs> I guess, but that's just wildly inaccurate. Um, there's an old Mad Magazine cartoon that's always stuck with me for some reason. I read it when I was really young, but it's always stuck with me. I think it's an Al Jaffe. Mm. And it's um, this guy who uh, is leaving for to go on a ship. He's in the, in the Navy. And he's about to leave on his assignment on the ship. And there's no text. In, it's just all cartoon, right? Yeah. He, he's kissing his girlfriend goodbye in the first thing. And then in, in the next panel, he's on the ship thinking of her thought bubble. And then there's like 12 panels of him doing different things in the ship, time passing and him thinking of her. And in each thought bubble, she gets more attractive. Right. And then he gets off the ship and he's happy to see her. And his thought bubble is a picture of her super attractive. And then the reality of her is her as she was in the first panel. And he's yep. like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's, that's a perfect, by the way, verbal communication of <laughs> an Al Jaffe, mad magazine character. <laughs> 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 But that's it, right? I yeah. mean, absence makes the heart grow fonder. We right. tend to, nostalgia makes things look better. Is this just cutting out the middleman? Wow. Are Technology we... helping us along again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Don't even worry about having to misremember this. We'll just cut, we'll cut, just cut out the middleman and you can misremember it wow. from go. And what does that do to society when Man. it's all misremembered from go? And I do think that he, the author of this article put up a good original point in there, which was, this is fine for auto algorithm, auto awesome on my Facebook, on my Google plus. Yeah. I really feel like I want to see the press and I want to see media outlets ratify their rules 
and their regulations and their ethics codes to say like, yo, you can't process a news image beyond a certain point. And I think that's already, and I think that's already something that exists within photojournalism. It's just, what is that certain point? What's that certain point that you're talking about? Because, you know, changing the ISO on your camera, is that something or changing the ISO digitally Mm -hmm. or then sort of fudging something out, you know, at at what it's a slippery slope of what's artistic and what's changing. Yeah. You know, that's, and we're already there. And, and once these, once these automatic algorithms start spreading through everything, yeah, it's an even more slippery slope. How do you guys feel about this? Let us know on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni and I'm at Jeff Canada. And Hey, would you, uh, would you just, would you do me a favor and go rate the show on iTunes for yeah. me? Yeah. Also check out our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash we have concerns. That's how the show survives. That's how, that's how we make all the money to fund the show. And also if you're a patron, we, we don't mention this stuff enough, but you do get, you can get episodes early. You get bonus live video hangouts every month and you get uh, extra audio and little outtakes and, and little fun things throughout the month. Yeah. You get the un algorithmed unawesomed version of some of our discussions. You get the (laughs) shittier version of everything. (laughs) All you have to do is give us some money and we promise we'll give you the shittier version of everything. It's the audio version of our thumb poking through our fingers. We are really bad at selling ourselves. (laughs) 